You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to break down the Bulls win over the Toronto Raptors, which the team stepped up, finally closing the game strong. We're also talking about Kobe White getting his moment in the fourth quarter of that game, and Zach Levine rolls his ankle. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. He's also the man that murdered David Kaplan's career. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears. Not at all. Not Chicago Bears Central uh, podcast and YouTube pages. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricebooks.com slash locked on and use code all lowercase locked on NBA for first deposit match up to $100. Where the hell did Pat go? (laughs) (laughs) Pat, the Chicago Bulls get a win over the Toronto Raptors. This was a fun game to watch. I, now, I don't get me wrong. I really wanted the Bulls to take care of the, this, the business in this game early. When the the way that Vooch came out in the, in that first half, I was like, "Hey, maybe we got a chance to put them away." Of course, the Toronto Raptors ended up taking over the lead, holding on to it for a nice little minute. But yeah. the Bulls showed up in the fourth quarter of this game in a way that we haven't seen very regularly. Now, some of that coincided with Zach Levine being out of the game, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, how'd you feel about this game overall and how the Bulls closed the game out? Uh, listen, I, I thought that it was a, a strong way to keep to, to close the game out going into that second half. I thought that you saw Kobe White really take charge yet again. Um, really just seemed like he felt comfortable out there and you got that shot falling. You needed somebody big to step up and Kobe was actually able to go out there and do it. I look at that first half and I think the the one thing was, right, you see the the evenness of everybody in today's game. You see how everybody was able to cook in their own right. And to me, watching how Vooch was going early on in that game, establishing Vooch in the post, it's almost like we've only been saying that for like four years. And uh, Billy Donovan's kind of starting to do that a little bit more now um, especially I think when, when we see Zach Levine removed from the lineup, we do see Vooch get a little bit more room down there and, and he just kind of goes to work. And I, I thought that that was really good to see throughout the game and, uh, his ability to just, uh, keep the ball alive, allowing second chance buckets, allowing second chance opportunities was really good to see from the bulls today. I thought that this was a very, very balanced game overall. Uh, can't say enough about the defense of Alice Caruso in this game as well. I mean, like. Where where is he not, bro? A second half, he had two steals, uh, three assists. He only ended up with two points, one block shot in there. He was pretty much guarding everybody. Like loved what we saw from the from the Bulls uh offensively and defensively in this game, and especially versus a team in the Toronto Raptors that Looked like they gelled together a lot quicker than I thought they would. Like that, they just traded for Bruce Brown the other day and he came in and made an impact today. Yeah, I think they said on the broadcast, it was like in the in the closing moments of this game, they had three players on the court that ha- that weren't there like a week ago. Yeah. And they were playing really good. And that, that show goes to show the points of having role players that understand and know the role, much like Bruce Brown's a player that was on an NBA championship team. 
and he and he played like it. Like he understood what the sacrifice was needed to make for it, for him to be able to fit in on this team. And I'll tell you what, as a first day, first game of these guys being together, you got to look at it with some promise because I tell you what, they played really really well. I got a hats off to the Toronto Raptors and considering all the change that they've had over that roster, you got to look at it. The two biggest trades that happened so far during the NBA season have come from the Toronto Raptors team, and they still have been out there. They just beat Miami Heat last night as well. So, yeah. yeah. No, and it, I, I think it was interesting to kind of see that. It, it feels like Toronto and the Bulls both feel like they're kind of doing similar things at the same time here where you've been trying to figure out who's this young guy that's going to step up and go out there and play really well for the Bulls. It looks like it's going to be Kobe White. Uh, for the Raptors, it's Scotty Barnes. Like they, they finally made a decision on allowing Scotty Barnes to be the number one option there. That just makes the most sense to me um, uh, from the outside looking in, right? And, and maybe you don't feel – I know Sean Woodley from Locked On Raptors, he didn't feel like they basically got anything in this deal for Pascal Siakam. But when I look at, you know, the 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 – Finally, Toronto picking a decision. You see Scotty Barnes flourishing from it. Like it, he he's always looked good, but today he looked like the leader of this team. 31 points on the day for him. Shot the ball incredibly efficient from the field, 61%. Like he he's a guy that's to me now, Toronto is going to be able to take the next step because you have multiple role players on that team. You have multiple pieces you can put in place. And I see them and what they've done. And it makes my mind go to, okay, now what do the bulls have to do to kind of follow that? Now they haven't won many games since most of these trades have gone down, but you want to continue, right? The bulls have kind of done that. The bulls have started winning some of these games. The bulls have been able to uh, uh, close out some of these games close when uh, Zach Levine hasn't been on the floor, when Zach Levine hasn't been a part of the team. And so you feel a little more confident with the Bulls seeing that if they make some of these similar trades and bring back some similar pieces, you might get a, a good result out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's promising, right? When you And that, that's why when you hear things like AK and Eversley are looking for win-now pieces to kind of complement this, they're looking to reshape, uh, not not uh, rebuild. It makes sense. And this is a, this. Is, would you say, like, when you look at the ascension that Kobe White's had and the ascension that Scotty Barnes have had, how 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 much would you compare those? The, the not necessarily the role, very different players themselves, yeah. but as far as the ascension and the way that they stepped up for the for their respective teams, I, I think less of a step up for Scotty. Scotty's always just kind of been the other guy on the team, right? Scotty's been the uh, uh, Demar Derozan for this team, where it was just like. We kind of want you to be the number one, but also you're not the number one because this guy's the number one talking about Pascal Siakam. Um, but you knew who they wanted to be their guy, right? Like you knew the guy that you wanted to see go out there and be the long-term answer. You always knew that was going to be Scotty Barnes. And so now you see them kind of go out a little bit more and and put more on Scotty Barnes' shoulders, right? I think that's kind of what we're seeing from Kobe White. But to compare him, right, Kobe was never, I mean, maybe year one and two of Kobe. But for the most part of Billy Donovan's tenure here, Kobe's never been that guy where the Bulls were trying to go out there and have him be that main piece, the 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 focal point of an offense. And now we're starting yeah. to see him, you know, take on that role. And it's good to see them both kind of taking the, taking the, the proverbial bull by the horns here. Uh, and and taking on that role and and running with it, for sure, for sure, you got to give them credit for what they've been able to do as a team. And and uh, like I said, I and over on Central, I said it like I want to give a lot of credit to the Toronto Raptors for how they play. Make no mistake about it. Well, I'm a Bulls fan first. I'm glad we we were able to beat them. But yeah. I, as a basketball 
uh, fan of just the game of basketball, I got to give some respect for the Toronto, what the Toronto Raptors have been able to do. And, you know, let's see what their future ends up being. But uh, I love the way that the, to come back to the Bulls is how they play today. How'd you feel about Iota Sumo's game today coming off the bench? For the I thought you got everything you needed, man. I like, honestly, when you look at Iota's game off of the bench, right? Like th- this was what we had been missing for the last couple of games. We were trying to figure out, especially in that second half, right? When Zach Levine ends up going down, we were looking for, okay, who's going to be the guy outside of the main three. You knew what DeMar was going to do. You, you, you know, any game versus Toronto, DeMar's taking minimum 12 shots half right so we knew what DeMar was gonna do here that second half 4 for 11 wasn't able to get the shot to go down Kobe White played well Booch played well in that second half you needed that one other guy that was going to be able to give you something and that was Io DeSumo I thought he did a really good job in the second half of this game uh came out very aggressive um couple of turnovers there and and pushed the pace found uh Patrick Williams on a couple of easy easy buckets and I mean when you start to see guys just it seems like guys worked really well together. You saw it at the end of the game when AC and Kobe White were just excited about being able to get this win, right? Like that was a win that they had to claw and fight their way back into. They get back on top and and took a gut punch in that second half where Kobe had knocked down a three. We were up 106, uh, 105, I believe, or 106, 104. And then all of a sudden we come back from break and we're down 103, 105. Yeah. Like, what the heck just happened? Real we're, quick, too. Down. Real quick. They immediately go down, and it, Kobe yeah. had the ball, and the ball was in his hand. It was a good call. Um, but they go down immediately, knock down a three, and I, I instantly was like, well, here we go. This is where the wheels fall off. Seeing yep. how the young guys played in the second half of this game, really galvanizing themselves around uh, uh, the defensive AC and, and buying in defensively, I thought it was a really good second half for the Bulls. Exactly. And I, and I think ultimately too, like, I, I'm glad that you mentioned Patrick Williams and Vooch. I know we haven't had a really lot of time to talk about them and, and where we've gone with the conversation, but uh, you know, Patrick Williams in his first game back looked really good, looked decisive, um, you know, and so didn't get a lot of rebounds, block shots, steals, other things that he was doing. But as a first game back, I really like what Patrick Williams brought to this game. Now, Hey, go out there and build off of it. Young fella. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much, I think he only had one shot made in the first half. Uh, and so it was kind of like, okay, he's getting his feet back under him, getting his getting his win back and all that. And that second half, man, you saw him come out aggressive. And that's, that. listen, all we've been saying is just be aggressive night in and night out. Every night yeah. you go out there, be aggressive. If you when, when Patrick Williams is aggressive, there's not a lot of people that weigh enough that can stand in his way. Results usually come when he's aggressive. So let's hope that that continues for uh, him. But uh, next up, we're going to be talking about Kobe White getting his opportunity to kind of close a game stronger than what he's gotten to close it before. Before we get into that, though, i got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fantasy Picks of the Week. And when you look at it, the player that I'm going to go to uh, this one is Gigi Jackson. This is a player that me and you both were high on this year that the Bulls could have gotten and Gigi Jackson has now gotten this opportunity with all the uh, the players down in Memphis, and he is balling right now. We actually play them coming up next. His shot creation. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, you will be at that game. The shot creation, everything that he's shown so far. GG Jackson has shown a lot. So definitely a good pickup for you guys on your fantasy roster. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Uh, when you look at it, when it comes down to eBay Motors, they have over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items and exclusions do apply. All right, Patrick. Kobe White. Finishing out the week with a Patrick, right? Yeah, finishing out the week with a Patrick. Um, how do you feel about the way that, that that Kobe White was able to step up here down the stretch of this game? I mean, come on, guys. How much more we got to see? <laughs> come on. I like Zach, too. Come on, guys. <laughs> we, we can't. We can't. We can't not see it anymore. It's not hate. In the second half, he got an opportunity to take shots and they win it. That's what I saw. Yeah. I, I, I saw a Kobe White in the second half that had the ball in his hand, created for other people, was able to get to the rim, and used his speed to kill guys, used his ability to, to uh, facilitate after making shots to create open looks for other people. Like, come on. What are we doing? We still, we still having this debate here. Like, I, I, I love Zach, but let, let's be real. It, it's time. And I'm not going to lie. Because of the next topic, right, it's definitely time for you to start thinking about it. To me, when I look at Kobe's game, uh, when he has free reign of the court, free reign to do whatever he wants on the court, um, and nobody else is taking his shots away, there's, there's no question that he's one of the best players on the court. And I never thought that I would say that. I never thought that I would say that. Like, he he literally looks like one of the best players on the court. There was nothing that Dennis, Schro Dennis Schroeder could do. How do you say his name? You you always give the German saying, is it Denny? Den Denny? Denny. Denny? Denny. Yeah, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> uh, Denny Schroeder, whenever you see him be able to go, uh, what the heck? Whenever you see him be able to go out there and, um, or when, when Kobe was going at him and being able to blow past him, it just, it looked effortless for Kobe. It looked like they couldn't slow him down. They couldn't stop him. They couldn't figure out how to get in front of him. And the couple of times that they did, he created open shots for guys like Vooch, created open shots for guys like DeMar. I I loved what I saw from Kobe White in the second half and especially to close out this game. Yeah, I mean, listen, Kobe White, we, we talked about, there's a few things in the next step of Kobe's evolution as a player, right? Uh, stepping up in the fourth quarter is absolutely one of them. Getting to the rim more consistently, which he's he listen, Kobe's figured out that change of direction speed of when to turn on those afterburners. Oh, yeah. And when he does that, like even though Kobe White isn't necessarily, uh, I know technically he's a big point guard. He he does he's, he doesn't outweigh a lot of people there. But when you get him going with the with the with some speed. He's going to body some people. He's going to take that contact and get to the line. And so if Kobe can do those things, close the fourth quarter, get to the rim a little bit more consistently, and get to the free throw line, we know he can convert when he gets there. With what he's already doing otherwise and passing, defense, things like that, you got a complete player there in Kobe. Yeah. And, and so. 
I think that's the I think that's the one thing about him that you still have so much that excites you on when you look at how he's coming out defensively and being a leader on the defensive end, right? He's mm-hmm. he's a plus 23 tonight uh, while putting up 23 points, and he shot one for six from the field. But when you see him like, or one for six from three, I should say, but when you see him on the defensive end, right, he's always being active. He's always rotating. He's always helping. He's doing everything that he can to help his team get a win. And it's why they, it's why these guys get so excited with him. I mean, like, like I said, you saw Caruso, you saw uh, 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 Caruso and Kobe at the end of that game, right. Coming together and, and being excited about the fact that they were able to pull off this one, that they were able to fight back in it after getting down, after losing Zach Levine, right. And you just feel the vibes around that team when Kobe white is the catalyst of what's going on in the second half. And it just, it, it, I, I'm sorry, guys. The team looks different, and it's not a bad different. What are you trying to say, Pat? Just say it. Oh, no, I said it already. Like, we need to hurry up the process of moving on from Zach Levine. We just do. <laughs> we just do. I mean, like, it, oh. it's not It's not hate on Zach. I've said, I think Zach is a top 10 shooting guard in the NBA. I think he's a, a really good mm. player. But there's something about this dynamic that doesn't work. And when you put him back in the lineup with Kobe, the Kobe that we saw was not this Kobe. Was it still a good version of Kobe, a better version than we've seen? Yes, but it wasn't this Kobe. Do you and think this is that, the Kobe that wins you games? So are are you over the the trying to see if that if they can if Kobe and Zach can make it work in a backcourt together? If if like where, where do you was, sit on that? Do you still I, think I mean, there's a chance to that? I mean, listen, I'm over it because I don't think that they're going to move on from uh, Demar. Okay. Like, if if they were going to move on from Demar, yeah, try and make it work with with Zach. I'm fine with that. But I don't think that they're going to move on from Demar. And it's not. I, I think what's interesting is right when it's Kobe, Zach, and Vooch, you get a similar result. When it's Kobe, Demar, and Vooch, you get a similar result. When it's Kobe, it's Zach, Demar, three. and Vooch, it's a whole different game. Yeah. Like it becomes an ISO game. It becomes very one-on-one. So you got to move on from one of them. Personally, I would rather move on from the guy that's much older. I would rather try to figure it out with Zach Levine. But there's something about Zach Levine being inserted back into this lineup when everybody's ready to go that it does not look the same. And I'm sorry, the second quarter to the third quarter where we started to come back in that game was a completely different team. And unfortunately, that comes from Zach Levine ending up rolling his ankle early in that third. And we're, we'll we'll talk about kind of, I mean, listen, that that's one of the reasons why I was like, let's get this thing done quickly because how long is he going to be upright? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, a pause. A pause. That feels like a pause. Yeah, I felt like a pause. Yeah, I mean, if you would have just said up, I think that would have been a different I think that upright. might be worse. I don't know. How long is he going to be up? That's that's worse. That's, what I'm saying. that's yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. Upright yeah, ain't upright that bad. Is, okay, all right. Yeah, seen right. Both pa- Paul's traumatic stress disorder. That's all I can say. <laughs> Paul's traumatic stress disorder. Um, <laughs> when, you, when you look at Kobe, before we get out of this segment. Um, starting to dip his toe into Kobe White. <laughs> yeah. There's no toe dipping on this podcast there. <laughs> we do report on people whose toes have been dipped into things. So, so you're 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 saying you because you, you were started off with this with Kobe White doubting the validity and and can he keep this going? Oh, Have yeah. you seen enough from Kobe now? The, this you believe in this version of Kobe White? 
I I mean it, it's a it's the most confident version I've ever seen of Kobe. I think Kobe believes in this version of Kobe. And for That's me, that means that I have to believe in 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 what he's doing. He hasn't had a game, even when Zach came back in the second halves, it didn't look like the same Kobe. And there were moments where they would go back to Kobe and he would do it again. Right. I think about that uh that Charlotte game. Was it the Charlotte game we went to OT? Yeah. And in the yeah. four in the OT, it was all pretty much Kobe White. He ended up getting three shots in the overtime, knocked down all three of them. Right, like the the second we decide to go back to him, he's like, "I'm still ready to be that guy." When I see a player believe in his game that much, that tells me that the, that he's unlocked something that he's so confident in that it's going to be very tough for for the guys on the other side to slow him down. That Kobe White, I can believe in, um, and and I think that he's here to stay. I completely agree with you on that one. Completely agree with you. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Get your let's keep it going, man. I gotta make sure I got prize picks today, right? I th- I believe I have prize yes, picks. Yes. Uh I, I clicked on it and then I was like, I don't remember if I hit the right date. Hey boys, we gotta tell you guys about prize picks before we tell you about Zach Levine. Don't shake your head at me. Don't you shake your head in shame. Let me tell you about <laughs> Zach Levine rolling his ankle, what this could mean. For the future, I mean, listen, uh, with prize picks uh, being the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, it's the easiest way and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more than or less than on two to six players, stat projections, and watch the winnings roll in. And with basketball season here, you now can pick combo projections across football and basketball from the special leagues, a league created specifically for combo projections that include Travis Kelsey at 10 and a half point combos and three pointers made by Zach Levine. Want to play alongside some of the uh, prize picks favorites like rapper Meek Miller, comedian Andrew Schultz. You can find them now on community plays under the promo tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks every single week. All you got to do is go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NBA to use the promo code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Pat, before we go, we got to talk about it. Zach Levine rolls his ankle in this game, goes down, goes in the back for a little while, ends up coming back, plays a, a, a handful of minutes, of minutes yeah. but then ends up going back uh, again before the end of the game and does not return. We look at everything because of the trade talk, the other things like that. Uh, hey, how do you feel about Zach Levine potentially missing some time with a rolled ankle? As we know, uh, that rolled ankle, you can miss anywhere up to about a week with that, depending on how long it takes the swelling to go down. Not necessarily saying that's what's going to happen with Zach. No. He could be out there uh, next game on Saturday against uh, the, the Memphis Grizzlies. But how how concerned do you think that this impacts what uh, everything that's going on with Zach Levine? Why are you putting him back out there? What, what are you going to see that you don't know about Zach Levine? Why are you putting him back out there? You know you want to trade him. Why are you risking him? Like, honestly, like I, it, it, somebody tell me why he's on the floor if you know you're getting rid of him. Because all you're doing is you up. Where's it going? <laughs> Pascal Siakam just went for three first, first round picks. Where's it going? Like, like I it, the trade value is what it is at this point. I mean, you're you're talking about trying to trade a player who's been hurt 
already multiple times a season. Don't know if this is going to be lengthy. Um, maybe you put him back out there to prove that it's not. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> maybe you put him back out there to prove that this is not going to be a lengthy injury. Um, but no, I mean, we're good on that one. We're good on that one. But okay, he plays against Memphis. I'd, I'd put him out there against Memphis. He wouldn't see the floor again. That'd be his last game with a bull, as a bull. Because at this point, every game that you play, you know the package that you're trying to trade him for. So you're either going to get that or you're not. Every game that you keep him on the floor, you're risking him being hurt. And once he gets hurt again, you're not trading him. He's here, you're here, you're stuck with it. Like, what 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 game are we trying to win? What we're trying to get the trade value up? What th- we think people are going to sit there and look at Zach Levine uh, for playing? Uh, what it would be to trade deadlines? What February tenth for playing fifteen more games? And they're going to go, yo, wow! Everything we've seen in the last four years is a lie. This fifteen years, that's <laughs> that, it. those fifteen games, that's though. What, what are we doing at this point? You're you're shooting yourself in the foot. Also, nine games until the trade deadline. So, dang, that's all it is. Yeah, it's February eighth is the trade deadline. We got nine games until the trade deadline. That's a lot of space. This team, this oh, team, but yeah, 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 that makes. Think sense. about this: this team could look completely different in less than ten games. Yep, that's crazy. I mean, honestly, bro, like, am I tweaking? Like, why are they putting them out there? I mean, I think I think they are. I think they are trying to get up that trade value where you can. I mean, yeah, yeah, him rolling the ankle sucks, but I do think that what now that he has rolled the ankle, injury, now I'm not I think, my mind. yeah, now that I think it may be time to start. If if they are just focused on trading Zach, which did come out today, shout out to Joe Cowley who did report that the Bulls are still focused on reshaping this roster. Their desire to move Zach Levine has not been wavered by this trade market or anything like that. If that's truly, if they know whether they want to admit it or not, that by February 8th, that's the last day Zach Levine is going to be on the Chicago Bulls. I will say at this point now with nine games left, you may want to consider it. Unless he wakes up and he's perfectly fine, the swelling's down by Saturday, and you're like, all right, bet, you're good to go. But uh, I I would say that that roll of that ankle may have made them reconsider whatever that plan was, if they still plan on moving Zach. And, And I mean, I'd put him out there against Memphis. Just to show you that, like, if he's healthy to go and, and he's good to go, I'd put him out there against Memphis to say, hey. Why? Because you can roll your ankle against three bums. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, they're missing most of the right. roster. But listen, Zach Levine trying to guard G.G. Jackson and rolling the ankle would be embarrassing. Well, I would I would say just to show you that he's he's fine, right? Like, just to say he's, he's good to go. But I guess, here's the thing. That's more the outward appearance, like, uh, you can I can send you footage of him playing in practice and tell you he's fine. Practice, right? It's just practice. It's practice. Yeah. We're talking about practice. We're talking <laughs> about practice. Uh, but no, I I. It's not that I want to see Zach go. I would rather see them figure out how to make this all work. But they're not moving on from Billy Donovan. There's beef there. They're not moving on from Demar Derozan. To me, it doesn't seem like I feel like they're. I I feel like AK would rather let Demar Derozan walk at the end of the year than trade him. Which That's very so dumb, weird. but yeah. like I, I, I fully expect like I, a contract's not going to be done in nine games. They're not going to be any closer. You never know. I mean, if they've been talking this whole time, you never know. But I will say this: like at this point, 
you got to ask yourself, if you guys have been negotiating, because if I'm not mistaken, didn't it media day, they said that they were going to start talking? Oh, yeah. So if you've been talking for media day, which was in, that would have been August, September, and it's now February, almost, well, middle of January, it'll be February at that point in time. If you guys are still far apart on both years and money, there's no deal. Yeah, there's no deal. <laughs> yeah, this is, I don't I don't know if y'all notice or not. There's only two things that have to come together for you to sign a contract with people: <laughs> years and money. That's, that's all it is. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's only two things that go into contract extensions: the amount of years you're gonna play here, and how much money we're gonna pay you while you're here. Those are the only two. I don't know, bro. It, it's the the Bulls are in an interesting situation with these guys, and and Zach Levine rolling his ankle to me puts you uh, puts even more pressure on the Bulls to to get something going, right? Like the, the, you got to put more pressure on actually getting a deal in place and getting a deal done. And I, I'll say mm-hmm. this: hopefully. The trade of Pascal Siakam starts to get stuff moving around the league because it was very much like everybody was waiting for the Jan 15 date. Yeah. So dates passed. Everybody's available. Let's get a deal done here. We'll see, man. We'll see what ends up happening. But uh, you'll see us again next week. This is the last episode of this week. We'll see you guys Monday. Yeah, I won't be here Saturday. I'll stay safe out there, Chicago, before we get up out of here. Got to make sure that we hit that. Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, wrong one. Big Dubs. Big Dubs? Hey! Cigarette! <laughs> Who finna catch a fade? <laughs> Zach about the train! <laughs> it ain't working. <laughs> Oh, dog. <laughs> it didn't work as well. I didn't have a good one for this one. We, we, almost, we almost got beat by the Raptors, bro. But the music plays anyway. The music plays for everyone. Oh, man. That's that's uh, one of the best parts of the show there, brother. I love it, man. I love it. Y'all stay safe. Oh, follow us on everything at Path the Designer. Follow me on everything. Y'all know what I said. Follow me on everything at uh, Path the Designer. Follow us both on everything at Locked on Boys. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can uh, make sure you guys check us out. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Bulls. You can follow, uh, check out the show on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app for Path the Designer. I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, and we'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace, y'all. Peace. Did you see your boy in the chat that he was doing crack? Wait, what? You didn't see that? I did not. No. Seems like something cracked.